Guys, you need to stop. <laughs> Live from the studio. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Selesky. Merrick Glazer. Uh, tonight on the 100th episode. Mm. Oh, bring, really? bring, 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 bring. This is a big day. This is kind of is a big day. This is a big day. Uh, we got Andres Malaputi. Hello. Got straight from Alaska to fucking BYU to Baltimore. Thank you. And then all the way up to uh, you're heading to New York soon. I'm heading to New York. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. So cool. you're you're originally from Alaska? Yeah, I was born in Fairfax, but I moved to Alaska when I was three. So that's like all I remember growing up. And then you went to high school out there, and then you came to bring them for college. Yeah. Where is that, by the way? It's in Provo, Utah. It's like 45 minutes south of Salt Lake City. That's kind of like that's like a Mormon school, isn't it? Yeah, it is 99% Mormon. You, you were, were the one percent. I was the one percent, man. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you are Mormon, are you Mormon? I'm not Mormon. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. Why? So you went. So you went there to study. I'm assuming medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, molecular biology was the major. So like, nice, yeah. dude. Okay. Nice. You didn't go there. Were you try out for like wrestling out there. Like. Oh uh, no, they they actually so Title Nine cut their wrestling program. Really? Uh, of course. Like, 2000, I forget when, but uh, oh, shit. yeah, they were really Mormons. Have you seen the South Park episode about Mormons? Yeah, yeah, where he's like an all star student and like was captain of the wrestling team. It's like a hundred percent accurate. Like, yeah. those Mormons are amazing wrestlers, dude. They're they're pretty good at them. Todd Heap, who played for the Ravens, was a Mormon back in the day, and he had, I guess, Mormons don't like, I guess. This is actually kind of weird. I don't know if this is true. I'm sure it's not. But Todd Heap would refuse to take like medicine or anything like yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, he was like our star tight end back in like the 2000s. But he would he would get injured and then he would just refuse to take any type of medicine. So he would just be out for the season for like the stupidest shit. No, that's real shit. And like Mormons can't drink coffee. They can't have any caffeine. Yeah. Like a lot of like stipulations. Yeah, so Joseph wow. Smith was, there's a big lore about the founder of Mormonism. And one of them was that he was an incredible athlete and he could had the strength of 20 men and like it's all this like really <laughs> as weird a young stuff. boy he yeah the strength no, of 20 like, as a 12 year old he bested men twice his age and <laughs> all these pictures of him were him in like a sweater but his pecs are like clearly like busted out. <laughs> he uh his part of his like legacy was he had to get some big surgery when he was like 13 and he refused the medication at the time which was just like gin like you're like you gotta get super drunk <laughs> so you don't feel the pain he's like no I'd, I don't want to alter my mind in any yeah. way well yeah and that's another thing they don't drink alcohol like yeah. Utah is pretty much a dry state like I went out to like Sundance two years ago and everyone I talked to before going out there like yeah there's like no bars there's nothing but obviously when we went out there there's fucking bars and yeah. like all that shit that people are talking about like obviously ended like 20 years ago yeah but like uh but now there's still that like stigma and like yeah kind of overarching thing. There's a lot of archaic alcohol laws. Uh, you can't sell beer uh, outside of a liquor store with more than like 2.5 percent alcohol. Mm -hmm. In order to buy a drink at a restaurant, you have to be a member of that like alcohol, uh, like of that club. Yeah. So you can yeah. only buy alcohol with food at like three restaurants. I I'm, I think I'm messing it up. A lot, but like well, Baltimore County's kind of got some archaic laws. I mean, in the county, you can't sell. Mo you have to have a special license to be able to sell liquor on Sundays. Yeah, which is, I would say that's archaic. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's archaic. Yeah, very similar to Provo. 
makes sense. I heard Joseph Smith like uh, I heard he had like he was like fucking everybody's wives and stuff like that. Oh, like, he all has kind of some shit. really crazy sexual history. Like he, he was married. an athlete, dude. <laughs> fuck people, <laughs> fuck people up, dude, fucking their the, wives. The sex drive of a lion. <laughs> 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 I think like towards the end, and this is something that like caused a lot of Mormons to leave the church. They're like, but he married an eleven-year-old girl when he was like in his 30s and they're like no but it was different back then it's like no 11 was never okay especially in like the 1850s and so it got really it wasn't that long ago when you think about it no it it was really recent like you know, if it was like Jesus's time, you'd be like, "All right, fine, whatever." I don't even know what the fuck was going on back then. Yeah. But yeah. like, did they even look like humans back then? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the I feel like all the prophets were great athletes. Like Jesus was ripped. Like they make a point of it. Like in my church, dude, I had to go there for Palm Sunday because Greek Easter's this coming Sunday. Yeah, you had to like polish his abs and shit. Dude, on the dude, literally, we have like icons all over the church, and every even dude, even the ones of him as a baby, he has abs, dude. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah, like Jesus was ripped, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he was just ripped. I'm trying to think of other prophets who were Muhammad. Just... I bet if they were allowed to draw pictures of him, he would probably be ripped. <laughs> True. <laughs> just, they just they, we are, we don't we can't know. We Maybe can't that's know. why they got like so up in arms against it. The first one they draw, he was like super scrawny. They're like, no more pictures of Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be jacked. I'm surprised Buddhists haven't tried to come out and be like, wait a second, Buddha is like really fucking Buddha? fat. Dude. We need to do something about this. <laughs> He's seen, ripped under there though. <laughs> have you seen the Keanu version of Siddhartha where like he stars, he plays Buddha? No, no. Oh, He's ripped though, right? Yeah, well, he's like super skinny, but like he's like flexing, so his abs are just like poking out of his Fuck stomach. Yeah, yeah. Who? Dude, like all gods are ripped, all fucking like deities. Like, yeah. Man. You don't want like a god with a dad bod. That's like stupid. That would be really it's like, weird. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. I yeah. think so I'm not gonna look up to you. <laughs> you want me to pray to you? Dude, you look like you me. You have a six pack. <laughs> you look like me, yeah. dog. Yeah. Fuck no. I know I was made in your image, but fuck yeah. that, dude. Yeah, part of the part of the Mormon doctrine is like treating your body well. Um, because more like Joseph Smith made a big point of that. And then there's so many like morbidly obese Mormons who are like, but the thing is when I get my own planet, I get Restored to my perfect body, so what I can treat this like crap. Like, <laughs> that's like their planet. Yeah, so Mormons like the that's highest like plane you can get is like becoming your own sort of god. So you, that's, uh, and then if you're like a god, that means you're also creating worlds like God. And it's like it is like Guardians of the Galaxy too. Like that was so Mormon the idea of yeah. a wow. deity creating their own system. It's just hard to imagine how do- like. Whether you agree with it or not, you got to admit that a guy being able to start an entire religion like that, he was probably like a super do- like dope, like charismatic like guy to get people to like follow him and shit like that. Like Incredible. it's Incredible. Also, the yeah. net worth of the Mormon Church is insane. They own more land than any other entity except for the federal government. Holy the shit! They're worth so much money. They're so good at business. And it's just a net, like every... None of them drink, none of them do drugs. Yeah. They're all just saving that money away. Yeah. <laughs> may, I ask, may I ask why you went to that college? Why so did you decide that? They take all that money and they subsidize the crap out of tuition. So you, I was okay. paying um, eight grand a year when I started and then wow. immediately got a scholarship for full Mormon tuition. So Mormons pay uh, two grand a semester Holy shit. and non-Mormons pay four grand a semester. So as soon as I got there, uh, there was nothing Converted. else to do, so I studied all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got a scholarship for the next semester, and all the other ones after that was like, I get full tuition, which is full Mormon tuition. I was paying two grand a semester, paying 300 oh, bucks dude. a month. 
wow. for total living expenses because you can, I got an apartment for like a hundred ninety nine bucks one summer in the oh a month. Yeah. So your plan was always to be a doctor, then I guess. Yeah. And then what did you go to? You said you went to New York after that. Uh, no, so I'm here, and thank you for not yeah. using the institution names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm here now for, for med school. I'm going to New York next. Um, so I was here for med school's four years. I did a research year in Peru, though, which was a lot of fun, and no, uh, going up to New York. And what about what about comedy? Did, were you doing comedy out in Utah, or did you start that here? Yeah, I started that at BYU. So BYU did, comedy. They have that, like, BYU TV or whatever? Yeah, what's so that's what's it called. Um, uh, CC, Studio C. Okay. Studio C is like, it's legitimately like clean Saturday Night Live. If you look them up, they have, uh, for a humor channel on YouTube, they're second only to Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Because they have the entire Mormon population, which Just loves them. Just watching them, them yeah. Which is 14 million people. And then they have all these other conservative groups who just like clean comedy. Yeah. And so they wow. have like close to a billion views and like millions of subscribers. They're insanely popular. And we were always were like, well, we're better than them. And then like a year after I left, <laughs> they just become Saturday Night Live of Mormons. And uh, yeah, they were, I don't, I still don't really get their comedy, but like I cannot <laughs> deny their success. No, they are sure. so, so good. They were on Conan. Oh, for um, real? Yeah, I'm super Damn. proud of them. I don't know any of them, but we always, <laughs> good guys. we always just like talk crap about them. Like, yo, we do real, they're doing stuff about Utah traffic. We're talking about the real issues, though. Uh, <laughs> Alaska. So, <laughs> wait, so who, so you weren't, so you, you star a comedy out there, but you weren't in that circle, yeah. though? Yeah, I was in Humor U, and Humor U, uh, BYU is like the best place in the world, I'm convinced, to start stand up comedy because. It's uh, the open mics are just like a club meeting. So you go up, and there's no pressure of an open mic if your joke's bombing. If your joke bombs, everybody's like, "Hey, good attempt. Um, this is how you make it better, and this make you feel really good." And then your open mic is in this 180 person auditorium, which is just packed. Fuck. And Mormons are like the stigma is they're like the nice, not the stigma, but the stereotype is they're like the nicest people in the world. Mm-hmm. So they will laugh at anything that they recognize as a joke. Yeah. So if it's not offensive. They will laugh really hard, and if it's mildly funny, it'll be like hilarious. And if it's like a really, really, truly funny joke, like you'll feel like a god. You get your own planet. Yeah, they just—it's yeah, insane. So you start off thinking you're really, really good. Yeah. So two months in, I went to New York because I was dating a girl in New York at the time. Did an open mic. I was like, I got ten minutes of killer material. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'll see if I can like cut it down to five. I'll see if I can even get a minute of this out. Yeah. <laughs> And I do it in front of like six jaded New York comedians who've been doing it for years and just went through 10 minutes in like two and a half with Fuck. no laughs. And I was like, that's a very good experience to get out early on to know that we really suck. The audience is just incredibly nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I remember my first time going to New York. It's There's like, I don't know if you had the same thing, but I definitely like felt like, oh shit, like... It's like this is weird. Like, yeah. I fucking like hear about all these clubs, and now I'm like doing an, a weird open mic in one of them. Yeah, and you get like fucking you like psych yourself out like the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go up and you're just like, this isn't what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you all to recognize how funny I am and immediately <laughs> welcome me. <laughs> yeah. So I did a rotation up there in October, and I had a very similar mindset because uh, I came back from Peru. I was just bombing like crazy. Really? I had done comedy for a year. I but went you, like I'm sure you had fucking like I don't know. You're probably thinking about shit down there. I'm sure shit yeah. happened to you that you could just tell it story wise. Yeah, like. uh, that's what I was hoping. But I was trying to d- 
do kind of a podcast down there because I was just like star for comedy. And my friends were like, you're, you have like a Peruvian like sense of humor now and your stuff you're saying is just not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. What's a Peruvian sense of humor? So it's just like very slapstick. Like my Peruvian cousins came up to New York one time where we all went there for New Year's Eve and they're flipping through the channels. There's like hilarious TV on. And then they go to uh, the Three Stooges. Yeah. And like old school Three Stooges and they're just dying at the guy with like a two by four on his head turning around, knocking somebody in the head and then like hitting a pail off the window. And they're literally on the floor like yeah. rolling around. Like, oh. Dude, they'd lose their mind if they ever saw those like YouTube fail compilations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking heads would blow up. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a comedy show down in Lima when I was down there. And the biggest laugh of the night was like a fart joke. Just, <laughs> yeah. It crushed. Was it like local comedy, I assume? Like yeah. Like the local comics? That's yeah. Cool. I tried to get in and do a set, and there was like an open mic um, across the city, but we were at a Pisco bar, and it was like <clears> my cousin and all his buddies. I was like, I really want to try out my stuff. If you translate it into Spanish, I think it'll work. And like, yeah, just try out the jokes on us. And they were like, all right, maybe try them in English. I think it's not translating correctly. And I tried them in English. They're like, yeah, we just don't think it's funny, man. Like, this is, <laughs> so then, like, I was like, yeah, I still want to go to the mic. I think it'd be a good experience. And they're like, we're having a, a good time here. No need to ruin it. Yeah. Your comedy is like, yeah, it's fair. It's all the way across town. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, where does comedy fit into your life right now? Because I, I take it you already have a job lined up in New York. Yeah. So, so for you, how does that work with being a doctor? So, like, you get your, you got your molecular, molecular biology. I'm assuming bachelors yep. at Brigham U, and then you went to Don't name it. here. Yeah, you you went to here, yep, and uh, you got your masters. Uh, the so it's like your MD. So your MD. So are you yeah. technically a doctor as we speak? No, May is when I graduate. When do you get to put doctor before your name? Like when do you get to do I that? After. after you put yeah. it after his name. No, that's lawyers. MD. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just like Doctor Andres now. No, no, no. It'll be another month or two. It's gonna be weird because. Like, you finish med school, but you don't really know how to practice medicine. Like, mm. you, you have to go through, like, the residency is a crucial part of it, but, like, even, a, like, into your intern year, you're not, you don't get your license until you pass another test called step three. You do that after your intern year, and you can't get your license until you at least have that. Then you have to pass other requirements by the state. So, like, so I, where are you in that process right now? Have you done your intern residency no, and all that? No, intern year is next. That's in New York. Okay, intern dope. residency is in New York, dope. Yeah. And are you planning on sticking with comedy at that point, or are you just like, dude, I got this shit locked up? No, I think um, it's going to be really important to have like some sort of outlet. Stress true, for thing. sure. True. Yeah. New York's the best place to do it because there's mics literally all the time, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and but also like, I feel like just the stress of the internship, along with like the stress of like, dude, New York's pretty stressful. Yeah, not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, that'll be a fucking dope outlet. That'll be fun as fuck. You know a couple people up there too, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know some people, um, and I'm, I think other people go up there way more set up than me. Like Donnie Sangstex up there, he's crushing it. Yeah. He's super hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Stav went up there with connections. Oh, he's and fucking killing. Just destroying up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been really cool to see people from like Baltimore, DC, move up there. And yeah, do. exactly. I'm not planning on touching anywhere near the success they had, but my <laughs> only goal is like go up there, do mics, and get better at comedy. Um, yeah. Even though I'll have way less time to do it, but still probably hit up like a couple mics a month. But you've got the setup that they probably like. You're about to have like a solid ass career. Like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you're like, 
I know you still have like a while to go until it's like actually official, but it's like you're pretty much you're just kind of locked in now in the lane. Yeah. You don't have to do like you know, you don't have to do the heavy lifting anymore. Yeah, that's the good and bad thing about medicine is once you're in, you're in. So, but there's a big incentive for if you're already into med school, if you start messing up, they're like, well, we'll just kind of like, we don't want to see people in our program fail because it looks bad on us. Yeah. So let's mm-hmm. just kind of get you to the next level. And same with like residency. Uh, that being said, there's not a lot of like bad people that get through and are like dangerous. But mm-hmm. uh, once you're in school, like they really want you to see you finish. So most people end up finishing. Nice. Yeah. And you said you're leaving next month. Yeah. Uh, orientation starts in June. I want oh, to get up there late May. Dude, that'd be cool. It's crazy yeah. to see like, uh, cause I remember when you first started coming around and you like started the Grace's Acre shit. And yeah. like, you know, it's cool, dude. Gotten a lot funnier and like, uh, here's fucking dope guy. I'm glad you're making moves. It's <laughs> cool. So like, if you if you were to let's say go up to New York and find like a ton of success with stand up, is stand up at a place in your life where you would like just be like, fuck it, I don't need to do this medicine shit anymore, or is medicine like a bigger passion of yours? I think uh, the way I look at it is like the world definitely doesn't need another stand up comedian, but like could always use another doctor. True. So. Uh, and then, but when people, so people have asked me that before and it's like, if I, if you guys like playing basketball, I don't know if you do, I was like, oh, if you guys went to New York and like, uh, the, you know, Brooklyn Nets were like, Hey, we want to sign you really like, that's how I view it. Like, there's no way. Yeah, pretty much. Like you, I'm not at a place where it's going to happen. I'm not going to put in the work necessary to make it happen. I'm going to get up there and try to have fun with it. But if the opportunity presented itself, I think they would recognize and I would recognize that I'll only be more valuable uh, to comedy and to the world as a physician. Like having a physician perspective in yeah, comedy would sure. be oh, yeah, useful. Now, have you given thought to, um, I don't know at what point along your like education you decide this or if it even come to that point yet, but have you decided what your uh, specialization will be in? Yeah, emergency medicine. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm stoked on it. Dude, a lot of improv in that. <laughs> yeah, dude, That's where exactly. your training's going to come in handy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Timing. Timing's <laughs> everything. <laughs> so I guess with emergency medicine, you kind of have to be like a jack of all trades on a certain level, right? Yeah, that's so the reason, a big reason people choose it and a big reason I chose it is like the idea that people have of a doctor is kind of like uh, just the guy who can treat whatever comes to their door. Uh, and so emergency medicine became that. It used to be more primary care, like internal medicine doctors, family medicine doctors, and then the healthcare models shifted so that everybody just goes to the ED for whatever cause, even if oh, it's yeah. an emergency or not an emergency. And I like seeing everything, even if it's not an emergency. Like I'm big into primary care stuff, so uh, it's definitely a good field for that right now. It might change in the future. It's constantly changing. But right now, for what emergency medicine is, what it's going to be for the next 5, 10, 20 years, I think I'm going to enjoy it. So I take it, so I guess for you, because you kind of moved around, I mean, you haven't, you haven't lived back in Alaska since you left for college, I yeah. assume, right? So, like, you came here for medical school. You're going up there for your residency, yep. right? Are you planning on staying up there, or are you just willing to go wherever it takes you, or do you have a city that you would eventually like to end up in? Uh, I'm really glad that I ended up in New York. I don't know if you guys know how the match system works. You know, I we don't. don't necessarily get to choose where we go. We kind of do. We can talk about that a little bit more. But um, I was hoping at least to at some point live in New York for a little bit so I can do that now, which I'm really excited about. I always have wanted to go back up to Alaska. Uh, Alaska is just the coolest place in the world. Uh, I think it's an awesome place to live, and I'm not sure about having a family, but like growing up there was really cool. I'd want to have 
my kids be able to do that too. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a goal. My girlfriend's from Georgia, though. She doesn't really like the idea of being cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is she is she going up there with you, your yep. girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys both matched yep. in New York. Right? Yep. Oh, awesome. oh, she's a she's a doctor as well. Yep. That's sick. Good luck. So how does that work? How do do you like? Do you like put your top three picks or whatever, and then like just yeah. So when spin you, the wheel and when see you what happens. Couples match, you have to apply like just a ton of places. So for us, we ended up spending like twenty five hundred dollars just on applications. Wow. Uh, we both we each went on twenty three interviews, so that cost another several thousand. dollars. And you dollars. have to like travel to all those places. Yeah, they don't pay for yeah. any of it. So wow. you fly yourself out to. Seattle to Oakland to Jeez. Houston to Dallas, like everywhere that you get an interview, you just fly yourself out to. I only had to stay in two hotels, I was able to stay with friends most of the time, so that cut down the cost a lot. And then you get to the end of it, and we ended up ranking uh, like 17 of those programs. So it's 17 choices, but then with all the permutations within that, it ended up being like 350 options. So you wow. have this massive 350 like, option list, and then you kind of go down that. And so you rank, you can say, like, this is where we want to go. But because there's two people, if one person gets their choice, the other person doesn't, it just automatically moves down to the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, but that must have been, like, one of your first choices, though, right? Oh, yeah. And so New York was where I wanted to go. Like that, I rotated yeah. up there. I loved it. I loved the people up there. So I was very, very happy to be able to get up there. Yeah, I know you're talking about maybe Philly, too, for a while. Yeah, no, Philly and Boston. So we had seven choices that we were extremely excited about. It's eight choices. Uh, Chicago, Seattle, like the Bay Area, um, Denver, Baltimore. Did I mention Philly already? Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like, a lo- like really cool cities with yeah. really great programs of both. And it was hard to f- figure out where those top seven how we would like list them. Now, where does Baltimore rank for you? How do you feel about Baltimore as a city? I love Baltimore. I would have stayed if... She just doesn't feel safe in the city. She's had a bunch of close calls. Mm. Um, and so I understand not being one to get like, yeah, your yeah. third attempted carjacking or your third attempted... Where are you guys car. living right now? We live in Fells. Like, it's a very safe-ish area. Relatively, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, I guess it's yeah. got its problems. Yeah. Just anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... The one thing about New York for sure is like uh, since there are so many people around most of the time, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, it just feels safe now. It's yeah. weird. Like New York is very safe now. Manhattan is super safe especially. Yeah. Or even just like, I don't know, when we're like hanging out with Scott in Brooklyn, just mm-hmm. walking around yeah. and shit. Dude, we walked around like drunk out of our mind for like three hours because we just couldn't figure out the subway system. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, let's just fucking walk. Yeah, not <laughs> even that close big to- tower over there. We just got to get to it. Yeah. And yeah, you know, nothing happened. Baltimore's a weird city like that because like when you go to downtown, like especially like at the sidebar, dude, like downtown Baltimore gets fucking barren at yeah, night. It's yeah. crazy. There's just like, all like offices and shit. Yeah. Like Fells Fells is pretty popping every night. Fed yeah. Hill, places like that. Even I guess like the Avenue in Hamden probably has traffic all the yeah. fucking time. Yeah. But downtown Baltimore, like if I was visiting the city and went to downtown, I'm like, where the hell is everybody? It's like the, like New York is just like there's just always people out. I like that. I like that more. I do like that aspect of, of the city, like that. Even Towson's kind of like that. Towson's always got people out. I like it. Dope. Do you know what, uh, where you're moving up to up there? Or? Uh, we're actually looking at apartments this upcoming weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Are you uh, trying to like any specifics? Are you trying to be in like Upper uh, West Side because our hospital's on different sides of Manhattan. Oh, okay. And so it's gonna be 
a little bit of a hike for each. I'm going to bike, which will be fine. So if we find a place near the train for her, she can just hop straight up. I'd bike across and down. And okay. Be good. But if they're both in Manhattan, that's not like, that's not terrible. It's not yeah. like it's like you're fucking crossing a borough or something. Yeah. 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 We were looking at that. Um, and there were definitely, that was some of the options that we had. Because uh, I, what, I interviewed like six programs up in New York, spread out across a bunch of boroughs. And yeah. That could have been a nightmare. Yeah. That's fucking dope, though, man. Yeah. So when you first got here, I think you said something, but did you like start like a, a mic yourself or like a room or something around here? Or were you just like... Yeah, so the first mic I did, and like I've been doing comedy for like six and a half years now, but it's mm-hmm. very much like off and on. So in total, maybe like two years of it has been like doing comedy just because school starts up. And so I moved here... Uh, I give here. you more credit than that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I moved here in 2013... And then, like, 2014 was, like, my first mic. I went out to Charles Village Pub, run by Joe Greenway. It was a Hell really yeah. cool mic. Uh, and then my friend had bartended a show that Umar was on. So he knew Umar, and he, like, convinced Umar to stay and, like, watch me. And nice. so like, he could get me on to, like, shows and stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, and then, but it doesn't matter, like, um, what you're doing. If you're new, like, you're going to go up dead last in mics. So and I understand how that works. So sidebar, I didn't really have – it was hard to, like – justify going to sidebar and waiting three hours mm-hmm. to do five minutes to let nobody even though i was happy to do it and i know that's what it takes so you know if i start my own mic um i was more doing one-liners uh beforehand i get to try out a different style of comedy learn how to host do way more time mm-hmm. um hosting one-liners in between sets yeah. and shit yeah yeah so it was uh and then it was a good room mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun people it was great man there was an audience that showed up because they just thought it was... There's nothing in Fells, really, or at least it wasn't then for comedy. Mm-hmm. So people just wanted to show up and have a good time. Yeah, man. That was a really cool spot. You're talking about the, uh, the CVP? Uh, or Ace's Acre. It's, Grace's um, Acre. It was like a, a grocery store, right? Yeah, it was a grocery store, a cafe. And the guy who uh, opened it is like the most interesting guy ever. He, like, really? He dropped out of a PhD program, um, and he the money that he got to open up the store, he... One in like a blackjack game in like Atlantic City. Oh my god! Got like a cool thirty k and just like put it into the store. And now he uh, is a plant operator at a steel mill. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's a wild life. I feel like a lot of people. I mean, at least just I I know Eric got introduced to the stand up thing at the CVP Mike, but I feel like that kind of brought it out to a different market. That like you said, that's where you got your start. Yeah, here in Baltimore was the first mm-hmm. mic I did. I went up like thirty thirty. It was like yeah. the most advertised one for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it was like, but I I like I literally just remember like going with Jimmy to a music open mic and then like trying to sign up on that and then going to the bathroom because I was fucking nervous and I splashed my face off and shit and I was coming out fucking eight miles and I saw like the open mic CVP flyer and Joe Greenway's big face on it. Yeah, and I was like. Ooh. Cross my name off. I'll do that. <laughs> Those color me funny guys. They did a lot. They they really they really fucking did some shit. What, a lot of the uh, Brandon Lascure, whatever happened to him? Where'd he go? He he's moved uh, away. Uh, no, nah, he's doing good, dude. He's he moved over to kind of like video production stuff too. He's like a producer for a company. Is he still in Baltimore though? Uh, yeah, I think their company's out of like Maryland or Baltimore. Yeah, and like Justin's up in New York. Matt Mahaffey's out in Chicago. Yeah. 
Joe is like uh, he's getting a master's, getting his in master's. marketing. Yeah. yeah, he's crushing it. He's fucking doing good. He's, been he's coming still out super recently. funny, even though he so doesn't do funny. comedy at all. Well, he dude, just shows up. He and has crushes. that uh, that Twitter account. He's like a pretty popping like fake yeah. Twitter account. That was really cool to see that when his Twitter story like blew up yeah. and all over the place. It's really funny that he said that the most negative comments he got was from like that website, The Chive. <laughs> like, it went everywhere, and like everybody yeah. on the Chive was like, "Just let that poor man live his life." It's like, it's just a funny story. Just get off. <laughs> what was I, I completely missed that? So what was the story? Uh, it was about a guy who he's Joe worked at a pizza place, and this guy would come in like once a week, and he would grab all these pizzas off the table and then turn them sideways under his arm. And walk out the store, yeah. and every they're like tried everything they could to make sure this guy would just pick it up and carry it to his car. They offered to like put it in the car himself, like we'll put a seatbelt around it to make sure it's protected, all this stuff. <laughs> and then after like years, they're like, "Why do you do this?" He goes, "Oh yeah, these pizzas, they're not for me." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had, Joe, like, I'm sorry, I just he had been like, uh, I think he had been like getting them for his family. Yeah. So like his family <laughs> would just like get all these jacked up pizzas. <laughs> and the chive came. What is the chive? Are they like what are what do they do? They're like a barstool sports type website. Like fucking. Uh, oh, so they're probably fucking jealous, dude. Yeah, they're like, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's getting toasty in here. Mm. Yeah, turn that heater off. This. I saw this you take that jacket off. Oh, and, and I'm like, like sweating bullets too. No, I've just been too lazy to fucking take my shit off. <laughs> yeah, you've been the king of multiple layers recently. I gotta Last stay night you warm, had three dude. layers, now you're wearing two in like an 80 degree garage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, you know, I'm just, I'm in that wrestling mode, dude. Cutting weight, dog, cutting weight. Got fucking wool socks on and shit. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> you do have wool socks on it. I do. <laughs> I thought it was going to be way colder today. Yeah. It was I'm just so like not ready for any of this weather. <laughs> it was so funny walking in here and the smell. I, I bought it's, uh well, for the listeners, we should... I hope you have a carbon monoxide detector in here because it is toasty and dude. I do very not. No, we don't. <laughs> I got that window open. We have a window. There's circulation. I think it's fine, but uh, he slept here before with that on all night. <laughs> thing. It's just. I like, think I'm immune to carbon monoxide at this point. I think it's like I think my body has learned how to respirate. How to process it. <laughs> yeah. My my. my yeah. It's like a tap uh, a tree or something. Yeah. Will, I'll go on the record as saying that's not possible. But you know, we'll, uh, <laughs> dude, you're looking at living proof, that's bro. True. I breathe carbon monoxide if i step outside i don't know <laughs> i can't even breathe co2 anymore Man, we need to study you randomized control trials my friend Jimmy. <laughs> in my first car that i bought was in alaska before med school i moved up there to work for the summer and i bought a subaru loyale uh 91 subaru loyale for like 550 bucks nice. and i just had hip surgery so i couldn't really walk but it was a stick shift so i had to like use my foot like oh. earlier than I should have. It was fine, but the muffler had like just rusted off. So one time we were driving down a bumpy road and the whole muffler just came out. <laughs> and so my friend got me, he worked at a mechanic shop and he got me a new one for like 80 bucks. We put it on ourselves, but the exhaust pipe wasn't long enough to pop out the back. And so the air, the exhaust would just get sucked back up just, into the car. Oh no, and I emptied only, into the trunk. So I didn't use it for like long drives because it was a $550 car. Yeah, and it yeah. was really reliable. 
where we tried to take it fishing like 50 miles outside of town and we had to stop at some point and we'd get out they were like we <laughs> Man, were feeling weird for the last 20 miles <laughs> and my friend was like yeah we need to crank the windows and like pop the trunk <laughs> and all it needed was like just a st- tube just like a, a longer tube, tube. literally <laughs> just put like a paper towel roll in the back and shove it a couple more inches out and one of the mechanics walked by he's like just put like a couple extra inches on that. Be, uh, and we're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm moving at the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah we're I'll good, dude. It. I think I've adapted yeah. to it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Probably good. I've heard that you good. can adapt to it. Right? <laughs> I know this guy, Jimmy, he, he exclusively breathes <laughs> yeah. CO. CO. Is that, the, is that the formula for it? Yep. CO? Yep, carbon monoxide. There you go. I like it, dude. Dude, that's where that molecular biology comes in. Yeah. yeah, yeah dude, you know, yeah. like the periodic table and shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I went to I went to one year of uh, of college and I I was technically studying for pre med, but it was Towson U, and I don't even know if they actually had a pre med track. I just think they told me they did, and I was like, all right, then I that sounds good, like to tell people that I do, because I had no clue what I was trying to do yeah. actually. So I was like, well, this sounds the dopest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a biology major. But like, yeah, my one year of biology, as you can tell, <laughs> did not uh, do much for me. <laughs> it gave me enough to survive in my studio garage. <laughs> I think we're fine. I think we would know, hopefully. Uh, you know, so carbon monoxide is an older, odorless gas, which is what makes it so dangerous. This just smells like kerosene in here. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, we're fine. We're just getting we're the fumes. Yeah, we're just getting that good stuff. <laughs> getting those fumes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> They also the thing that makes carbon monoxide so scary is apparently it doesn't actually like it's like the silent killer like it just like you all of a sudden you're just dead or something like that. Yeah, so what'll you happen is sleepy. like you'll like a space heater or something will malfunction and people like a family will fall asleep because it'll make them tired and then they'll just die. Um, apparently that's like a way to kill yourself. I hear is like people will just go in their garage shut all the openings and just like turn their car on and just chill and yeah die. yeah which upon hearing that i'm surprised that anybody kills themselves in any other way like i'm surprised that anybody hangs themselves or slits their wrists or like ods on pills because it's like yeah they don't have a garage dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta be doing pretty well to have a car and a garage true <laughs> true true it's a rich man's method of suicide <laughs> That is a privileged suicide. Things had to have been going well for a while for it to get so bad that you want to do that. (laughs) So there's a lot of talk about physicians killing themselves at increased rates. And like, if I don't know if it's a funny thing, but like you'll bring that up to attendings, like the senior doctors, and they're like, no, it's not true. We just succeed at it higher than the general population. <laughs> like we know what we're doing, so we attempt at the same rates, but we succeed higher. Our success rate's ninety-five percent. And I'm like, I guess that's something to be proud of. Man, believe, but that sounds smart. We're the problem. best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we. Like it's nonsense. That's man. such a good way of covering it up, though. It's so smart. <laughs> we're just better at killing ourselves. It's yeah. not that we Dope, want to. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't help ourselves. We're so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, man. So you're fucking moving up there soon. Are you doing like a big going away party show or something? Or uh, I feel I'm not really big on those things. I think it'd be fun just to have another big show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mike Moran was talking about doing a big thing in Autobar. Nice. Which that would be a lot of fun. Dude, that'd be cool. Yeah. I think my friends who come out to the show, like from like school and stuff, 
They've already seen all my material, so they're just going to be there for like... Just for you, man. 25. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let me know when that happens. Yeah, I'm fun. doing the second Saturday shit show in May. That's like May 12th or 13th. I thought I'd be before I hit. I might even move up there late April, early May, so I might already be living up there. I'll be coming back for different stuff. Sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Anything else you want to fucking plug? <laughs> yeah, we got fucking, uh... I don't really have anything else right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want to become a doctor. That's a good plug, though. That's, that's better, a good plug. Yeah. That's like the best. Like, I'll be rich soon. That's yeah. cool. Catch me when I'm rich. That's yeah. dope. You'll hear me. <laughs> I'll have a car and a garage, so I'll be super <laughs> successful succeed. if I do decide to kill myself. <laughs> While you suckers are stuck here sipping on that kerosene. I know. <laughs> Such a poor man's way of killing myself. Just, I just got to do the old fashioned. I got to drink and smoke. It's a long, a long ride down. Yeah, man. The people at highest risk for suicide are like old white men, like old wealthy white men. So, I mean, they should have cars and garages. So yeah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything coming up, Jimmy? Let me look at my calendar here. You can catch me at the horse. As usual, on Friday, I'll be playing there. May or may not have somebody from Craigslist coming out to check me out. I'll let you keep you posted on that. I'll let you know. <laughs> Story for next week. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess in two weeks, because we'll probably do one on Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. True. I'll double plug it, dude. <laughs> I'll send. I'll send. We'll hype it up even more. Yeah, I'll send this. I'll send Thursday's episode to the girl via email, via Craigslist message. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I have anything coming up, or at least I can't remember it right now. But just check out Live from the Studio on like iTunes, Laughable, fucking everything. Stitcher, Google Play, LFTS Podcast across the board on social media. Uh, if we unfollowed you on Instagram, sorry, we're trying to get a good ratio. Yeah, we're, you aren't we're, part of the plan. <laughs> I did. I did. I I I did do a good thing. I think, and I whitelisted all the people that comment and like our shit. So I was like, if if you comment and like our shit, we're not going to unfollow you. Yeah, but if you're the just, real fans. You're the real fans, dude. Or at least you're somebody who at least threw us a like when we followed you, which is dope because we do the same thing. I appreciate that. Well, we don't do it. Our bot does it. <laughs> <laughs> shout the out same. to the bot. It's all, yeah, shout out to the bot, dude, in the cut at all times. How did you guys get it. the bot? Because my roommate was like a, he's a big coder and he like wrote his own little code to do something similar. Nah, it's like some website. Just some I website. Don't know, yeah. 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 It's just, uh, it's, uh, it was recently uh, blacklisted by Instagram itself. So I had to find some like weird. I, I see, I suck with computers. So like I had to install the extension via developer mode on Chrome. And so I felt like a fucking wizard at that point. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not that difficult. You could do it. It's called auto insta. If anybody's looking, if anybody's looking to get more followers, I highly recommend it. It's worked for us. When we first started when we first started uh, putting stuff on Instagram. We were getting like thirteen likes and shit. Now all of our posts get like a hundred plus, which is dope. People commenting. We get a lot of messages, uh, mostly not in English, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lot of non English yeah. fans. A lot of Peruvian you guys are going fans, global, fan man. of this yeah. slapstick we do. Yeah, yeah we're doing a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> a lot Jimmy of slapstick. Smacking Jimmy into his mic. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's like one of the most recurring jokes in Latin America is like you sing happy birthday to him and then at the end of it you go, make him eat it, make him eat it. And then they're like, all right, I'll take a bite. And then somebody smashes their face into the cake <laughs> and everybody yeah. just goes crazy. <laughs> that is the every most... birthday party I ever went to, darling. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, damn, did you guys bring a spare cake? I was looking forward to it. <laughs> was worth it, though, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Till right, next week. Till next week. I'm sipping on juice, smoking a pack, yeah. How about a cool step in a loose, checking my fashion. I was just trying to be cool, diamonds attack, yeah. I give me a check, then I had a hack, yeah. I get a bag, like the North Face. I get a cash now, she give me more face. These niggas mad, I'm getting more cake. Ain't going outside, nah, nah, nah. AP for the time in, know they hate me, how shining. Baby, see the money popping, my roof going, gotta find it. Sight up till they claim it. She fell in love with the diamonds. I had to get it on my own. Come get some shorty, she be wild. Phone. Then it's right back to the thousands Big racks, but you don't know nothing about it Gotta flex up on these niggas cause they doubt it I've been ballin' on these niggas so they foulin' She gon' do it with no hands, she got talent I'm sippin' on juice, smokin' a pack, yeah How about a cool, steppin' a loop, she checkin' my fashion I was just trying to be cool, diamonds attack, yeah. I give me a check, then I had a I get the bag, like the North Face. I get the cash now, she give me more face. These niggas mad, I'm getting more cake. Ain't going outside, nah, nah, nah. Big part of back, quarter mil cash. I was down back. Bring your friends, we can fuck, I don't do dates. Actually ballin' for the one time, think I'm actually callin'. These niggas are salty. I came from the bottom, designer all on me. Who knew this would happen? From trappin' to rappin', but now I'm in fashion. The finest of fabrics. Too many bands, they doin' gymnastics. How about a coup? When young niggas might shoot up the roof. I got a juice. That was hatin', I was playin' it cool. Then I said I would miss you. I'm in love with the money, I can't kiss you. I'm sippin' on juice, smokin' a pack, yeah How about a cool, steppin' a loop, she checkin' my fashion I was just tryna be cool, diamonds attack, yeah I give me a check, then I'd act